Hey folks, this is Brian, and you're listening to the Mission Sicily podcast. Hey folks, welcome back to the show. Uh, I've missed you. <laughs> it's been uh, it's been a little bit, and uh, yeah, a hot minute. <laughs> Last month we had a special episode with uh, Stefano, who was uh, uh, actually just down here. That episode was recorded uh, at distance, let's say, uh, remotely, <laughs> but. Yeah, Stefano came down. We had a great time uh, just earlier this month at the end of November, beginning of December, and it was fantastic. Can't wait to share some of that with you. And uh, yeah, welcome back to another special episode. This will be a little bit out of our normal format. Um, I just wanted to wrap up the year talk about some things that have been going on, where we're heading next year, uh, leave you with a, a small thought um, about the season that we're in and what that means to, to us here in, in Sicily, what's been going on. And I, I feel like the ultimate fruit of what he's been doing in and through us as a church so, <laughs> wow, lots to lots to dive into. Um, let me pause just here at the outset. If you're new to Mission Sicily, uh, who are we? <laughs> what are we doing? So, Mission Sicily has been serving in Sicily since uh, 2013. Gosh, coming up on 10 years. Our mission has been and remains to be one of disciple-making planting churches and building bridges here in Sicily and in Italy. God has been generous with his grace and gracious with his generosity. (laughs) Here's what I mean. We've seen so many people come to faith, be baptized and discipled to maturity over the years. But what we're witnessing now is a unique groundswell of disciple makers who are themselves making other disciples. Well, there's never been a more exciting time to be a part of this mission, this ministry, uh, and it's only through your consistent prayer, regular financial support, unwavering commitment uh, to this ministry that, that we've been sustained, uh, and that we're, we're not just surviving. We are thriving here in Sicily, and I'll, I'll get to some of that in a minute. And, you know, gosh, despite all the setbacks and obstacles over the past decade, uh, we're so grateful that you've stayed with us, you've sown into us, you've invested into the lives here, the souls here in Sicily. And, uh, you know, thank you for those of you who have been able to visit us on the field over the last 10 years. Uh, you've, you've held up our hands and enabled us to continue the ministry, and excited, so excited to share that we are now expanding beyond the island of Sicily and to the mainland. For those uh, who maybe you're a little bit newer, if you've only followed over the last year, maybe um, we haven't been super clear on this, but yeah, the, the mission 
has been, uh, since its inception, Italy, Sicily, and the islands roundabout. That's a, a word that I feel like God gave me, oh gosh, 24, 25 years ago. And over the last 10 years, that's always been on the back burner because we focused on Sicily. But, you know, increasingly over the last, gosh, five, six years, Gino and I have been talking about it. We've been developing partnerships in the North. And this is not a, a separation or a division from Mission Sicily. We will continue that. In fact, Gino will, will take on more ownership. He's preparing himself to be able to do that even now. Um, I'm, yeah, gosh, so much to unpack here. Where do I go? Uh, let me just say this for now, and I'll, I'll give you more info on this later, because I know a lot of you have thought about Gino. You've prayed for Gino. You've even supported Gino as he's been taking uh, steps back from secular work in order to focus more on ministry here. A huge, huge step of faith, because uh, gosh, in this part of the world, um, they don't talk a lot about you know, things like tithing or uh, giving to the local church. It's, uh, it's, yeah, peanuts and popcorn. And, you know, because of that, very, very few, I only know of two uh, pastors who are able to do this full-time, and that's because they're in either, one of them is in, well, I'll just say it like this, uh, either they're pensioner or uh, they're in retirement, or, on the other hand, um, they've become a full-fledged missionary themselves. Uh, take Stefano, for example, in the north. He's done that same thing. There's another pastor here, Marco, outside of Catania. He's doing that same thing. Now, Gino is preparing uh, to go that route as well. So <laughs> we will be fellow missionaries, and I am so... Um, Gosh, I'm so honored uh, as an uh, American expat here to be tethered together with other Italians who see their own homeland as a mission field. Heck, even, even the Vatican considers Italy a, a mission field, so that, uh, <laughs> that should tell you something. But all that to say, um, we're looking at this not as a division or a separation, but this is a multiplication uh, in partnership with Stefano, uh, who's going to continue coming down, I'm going to continue coming down, but Gino's going to step up so that I can move up to the north and begin a, a phase two of this ministry. Um, we'll keep it under the same umbrella for now, Mission Sicily. But I just, I just want to say thank you here at the outset because of your partnership, because of your support, because of your prayers, we've been able to not just get to this point again and survive, but we've been thriving to the point where it's ready, we're ripe for the multiplication and the fruit bearing is just evident. So thank you, thank you, uh, grazie di cuore, uh, thank you from my heart. So, all that to say, here we are in December. Uh, we've been rounding out uh, a couple of uh, activities, evangelism and disciple-making, uh, bridge-building, all of that. And, you know, as I, as I talked about before, we, we have these three elements 
in our DNA since the beginning, since Gino and I, before he even became the pastor, we had kind of met and had this uh, accord between us, this agreement between us that, look, if we're going to do anything, let's do Let's put these as priorities. These are our, our values that, that we're going after um, because these are the things that theologically and, and you know, the, as far as a calling, what we feel like is an imperative for us, and that's making disciples first and foremost, planting churches and building bridges. And as we look back over the, the last couple of years, of course, you know, I, I had to come back to the States, and then there was immediately afterwards, there was the pandemic. I stayed in the States, um, and God, you know, just supernaturally sustained me and, um, you know, my children through that whole time. I, <laughs> those of you that know the story know how miraculous it is, um, and I know some of you are listening that are actually a part of the group that took me in gave me uh, work, gave me uh, a vehicle, gave me a place to stay, and just God provided. It was a, it was a true, you know, Elijah by the brook uh, and, and the ravens are coming to feed him. I, I just felt so sustained. It was, it was supernatural, absolutely supernatural. And some of you were a part of that. Thank you. And, and you know, coming on this other side of the pandemic, coming back into Italy, Gino and I have just looked at each other and said, wow. I, I don't understand how we got here. God totally rocked the boat. He upset the apple cart. And in putting things back together, there is a, a holistic um, synergy. A, oh gosh, I don't know what words to use. There's something different about where we are now. And listen, I, I've got to read you something that I read recently from um, Eugene Peterson. Uh, of course, he's passed, uh, but you, you probably remember him from the Message Bible. Uh, he pastored for, gosh, almost 30 years in Maryland, and I've uh, been reading some excerpts from different sermons that he, he wrote. But he has this to say, and this perfectly summed up where we've arrived to now. Are you ready for this? The Christian life is the lifelong practice of attending to the details of congruence. Congruence between ends and means. Congruence between what we do and the way we do it. Congruence between what is written in Scripture and our living out what is written. Congruence between a ship and its prow. Congruence between preaching and living. Congruence between the sermon and what is lived in both preacher and congregation. The congruence of the Word made flesh in Jesus with what is lived in our flesh. Wow, that was so um, impactful when, when I read that. And I, I have to say that the only way I can, I can think to accurately sum it up, I mean, I no better words than what um, Eugene Peterson uses here to say we're coming to a point in our congregation, in our people, that disciple-making and church planting and, and bridge-building uh, to, the, to the society, to the, uh, the community at large here in Bel Paso, our town. It's finally so embedded in the DNA, there's a congruence now. Wow. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you go to the chiropractor and he does that snap, crackle, pop <laughs> on your back, and then all of a sudden you can feel blood flow for the first time, that's 
where I feel like we've got to. And, and again, Gino and I looking at each other going, gosh, we did so little to have achieved. We, we, and we know, it's obvious, it's so obvious that this was a God thing and not an us thing. And I'm just reminded of his relentless pursuit of us. Um, you know, at, in this season, of course, our minds turn to his first coming. And John 1.10 says, He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own and his own people did not receive him. And, and the Greek there is, is kind of fleshing that out to his own things. He came to his own domain. He came to his own people. The king came to his kingdom. And his citizens, the, the people in that kingdom, the people there that were present did not recognize him as the king. And they proved that they were not true citizens. They proved they were not of his kingdom I love the next verse, but to all who did receive him, who believed in him, his name, he gave the right to become children of God, born of God. And I, I'm just, I'm so grateful that he didn't stop pursuing us. And, and even though I've rejected him in my life, you have, uh, he pursued us to make us his own. Um, he is the original disciple maker, church planter, bridge builder, and I'm so grateful that he pursued me and he pursued you and he made us part of his tribe, his family, his kingdom to then pursue the things that are on his heart. And um, yeah, so all that to say, uh, I'm grateful for you, grateful for your prayer, your support, and turning back now to what's been going on here, because I want to leave you with this information and inspiration about the work that's been going on here that you're a part of. Every prayer, every uh, monthly donation, every special gift at the end of this year is helping us to do these things that I'm talking about. And, you know, we've got the special GoFundMe account set up if you want to give a special gift here at the end of the year, uh, year-end giving, you can give that through the mission agency if you need a tax receipt. You can give that through GoFundMe, which comes right to us. Um, no dipping into that pocket. Uh, it goes right into the ministry here and helps us get ready for the move to the north next year. And all of that information can be found on the website. You can go to missionsicily.com, hit give, and then uh, for the, the special GoFundMe, we've got a special project, um, expand, <laughs> set up there is the word that we're using, expand. We're ready to expand. And, and here's why. So over the last couple of weeks, um, you know, of course, we, we have been preparing for this group to come, come down with Stefano. And so who came down? Well, we had six people from different uh, walks of life, let's say. We had two part were from a film crew to help us document what we're witnessing here. Two parts were from Grande Mandato, GM. Grande Mandato is uh, just the Great Commission. That is the group that uh, Stefano heads up, including, and part of that was Every Nation Church. Some of you are familiar with Every Nation Church. Uh, gosh, they've got... 
I don't know, over 450 churches worldwide across 80 nations, something like that. Um, incidentally, the, some of the roots of Every Nation Church are, are in Brentwood, Tennessee. So if you're from Middle Tennessee, you're probably familiar with Every Nation Church. Uh, Rice Brooks might be a familiar name. Uh, to, to some of you. Two parts were from a loose network of disciple makers and church planters here in Italy. And so, of course, you know, Stefano was here and intricately involved um, the main, the ca- catheter, the connector, <laughs> so to speak. And we, th- we did all of this. We had these folks in, um, one, to, to document what was going on, and uh, hopefully I'll be getting some, some video and some audio from, from that, and I can give you a, a larger window into what we're seeing happening and some testimonials firsthand um, in Italian and then translated. So hopefully that'll be coming around soon. Uh, I can't wait to show you uh, just the, those larger windows, the larger pictures, and, and <laughs> beyond just me talking about it here, but what what's so impactful for our people here, again, is that congruence that we're finally seeing where it, it's just sinking in. We've gone through the word now as a, as a group, as a community of people uh, over the last year. It's the first time in the history of this church that we've consistently read scripture together. And, you know, we tried this a few years ago. I think I've shared this before. And we ran into so many different hurdles. We ran into uh, not just scriptural illiteracy, but illiteracy in general. I remember when we were planting a church in a nearby town in Piano Tavola, uh, we would go there with these little, you know, New Testament or Gospel of John, something in a very modern translation. And the folks there, bless their hearts, they struggled just to read what was on the page, let alone understand what they were reading. And so we we saw these hurdles even in our own church uh, here in Bel Paso that is older and more traditional, is more taught and, and all of that, <laughs> so to speak. And we'll get to that in a minute. But um, what we what we found was people were reluctant to really enter in if it were just information on a page, if it was just uh, reading a text, if it was just uh, the, the didactic transfer of information. But when we put this into an audio format for the podcast that Gino and now our teens, uh, the young people do here at the church to walk through the New Testament over the year, something finally clicked. Again, after the pandemic, we had to we had to remodel, restructure what we were doing. We took the the emphasis off of church planting because during the pandemic, everything was on lockdown. We put that onto disciple making, having Stefano come down more frequently, and we 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 shifted that emphasis. But what we found was that look, you know, if you if you emphasize disciple making, it has an impact on church planting. If you emphasize church planting, it has an impact on uh, what you're doing in, in the society and building bridges and you're, you're having a positive change, uh, making a positive impact, a positive good uh, influence in the in the town, in the region, in the city that you're in. And so all of these feed each other. And so it's not like we, we removed ourselves from one of the other two by focusing on disciple making. In fact, we're, we're seeing that now the ground is being prepared for more church planting because 
because we've got more disciple makers who are not just interested in becoming a mature believer themselves, but they're actually actively pursuing making disciples of others. And this is some of that, I don't know how else to say it, congruence, the synergy that we've been after for so, so long. And that was really what was on my heart to share in this particular podcast is, gosh, we're, we're on the cusp of a disciple-making move. We're in a disciple-making movement here in Italy's deep south, and, and we're trying to connect that with other groundswell movements just in the last three months. It's been so weird, strange, strange and wonderful. Gino and I look at each other, well, how did that come up? And, and we're finding ourselves connecting with people and pockets and groups of, of people all over Italy that God is just opening the door and, and making those, those networks, those bridges, those uh, connections with people naturally. We're not even seeking it. And, and I mean, he's just bringing that and connecting it. And now Gino, uh, on some Sundays, he's not even here at the church. He's traveling in other parts of Sicily, sharing what God's doing here. We're having people come down and we're having our team go up. And, and there's just I don't know, There's a, it's like a, a beehive of activity, and not just activity to, to you know, put on a marker board, hey, we did this. It, it's God increasing our connectivity and uh, the sharing of this DNA that's come about from, again, this synergy or this congruence, and I'm just so excited. I, I, I think you can hear that in my voice. I don't want to belabor the point, but we are poised to expand over the next year to the north of Italy. And again, you know, uh, we're preparing Gino for that. And, and what this team did down here is helping a leadership team rise here where they can then take on the, the responsibility of mentoring other disciple makers. And, you know, what we learned, <laughs> like other churches and parachurch groups and faith communities, is that our track record historically, traditionally here in Sicily, has been one of hoarding information and putting very little into actual practice, right? <laughs> I mean, and, and I'm sure that sounds familiar uh, to some of you in the States. But to add insult to injury, you know, it, it's th- this actual biblical literacy has been at an all-time low. And so think about that. The information is high, literacy is low, action is almost non-existent. And, and that, is, that is where God has been addressing that. And like the chiropractor, been putting that into order so that biblical literacy goes high and action simultaneously rises with it. And so there's a simplicity of the gospel. I love the, the, the DNA, the nuance that Stefano brings. There's a simplicity to the gospel rendering action in our lives. And, and that's something that just, oh man, I, uh, just gives me goosebumps thinking about what God's doing here in Sicily. Because again, because of you, um, his grace <laughs> has been so he's been so generous with his grace and um yeah uh, i'm just grateful so i i think you can hear all of that and i i hope that all of that makes sense i know today was a little bit more of a of a special 
Um, just pulling back the, the, the curtain a little bit on what's been going on here, where we see ourselves poised for this next year. I want to say this also, in 2023, uh, we've got some big life events coming up. We've got big movement going on, Gino taking more responsibility, um, me heading towards the north, and probably do this in incremental stages. I, I just want to solicit your prayer into all of that. Um, we're, we're walking this out in faith and expecting God to direct our steps every step of the way. Uh, I'm a planner. I'm trying not to <laughs> over plan. I'm, I'm uh, very prayerfully uh, looking at the strategy here for the next year. Part of that strategy is that Gino and I come back to the States in late 2023. So, you know, the fall of next year, we'd be coming back to the States to do fundraising, but also in, and perhaps even more importantly, to put Gino in front of some of you who have been faithfully supporting and praying and pouring into investing in the kingdom here in Sicily. Um, and there's a, a two-way street there. Gino needs that exposure. Uh, I love every time he goes out of town, even uh, to the north of Italy or even outside of Italy more rarely, He's able to come back with a greater vision. His, his, uh, the box gets blown open. <laughs> he sees a little bit more, and it's, it's just a, a fantastic impact on him. But I want him to have an impact on you. And so we're, we're prayerfully looking at where, where would God open a door for us to share this message of Mission Sicily in the state. Certainly, we'll come back to Nashville. That's been a home base for so many years. Um, perhaps Tampa, Florida, where there's we've got another hub of you who pray and support. Perhaps California, um, there's another hub out there that I wasn't able to get to during the pandemic while I was in the States due to lockdown and things of that nature. So would you pray into that with us? Um, we're expecting God to to very clearly shine a light on what this path looks like for 2023, but I'm so excited that you're on board. I'm so excited you're a part of this, and I'm so, uh, not anxious, but yeah, just chomping at the bit to know what is God going to do in and through um, through us, uh, the hands here, and through the extension of your arms uh, here in Sicily. I want to leave you with this uh, I want to repeat this one last time, and then I'll let you go. But the Christian life is the lifelong practice of attending to the details of congruence. Where, where are you with that? And I'm asking myself that same question in my own private uh, life, my, my own surrender to the Father and to my own obedience to His Word. The Christian life is the lifelong practice of attending to the details of congruence. Congruence between the ends and means, between what we do and the way we do it, between what is written in Scripture and our living out what is written. I just offer this prayer to, to the one who was the Word made flesh. Would he take our flesh to live out his Word? God bless you. Uh, I just want to uh, wish you a, 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 a buon finale <laughs> to your year um, in, this, in this season of uh, new year and new beginnings of Christmas and holiday and remembering his advent and all of that. 
may the word that became flesh live out and, and be the living word in, in you and in me uh, this year. All right. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much. And visit missionsicily.com for any information and to stay connected. Ciao.